0: Welcome to the Study Skills Handbook podcast series. This podcast looks at tips for parents to manage and communicate expectations about schoolwork and results. Parents often have high expectations of their children in relation to how much homework they will do, what results they will achieve in their studies. These expectations may result from cultural beliefs, personal experiences, desire for children to have better parent opportunities than the parents had and the like. Research shows that whilst parental expectations can play a significant part in children achieving high results, they can also contribute to high levels of student stress. So some things to think about in relation to parental expectations include, number one, understand your own motivations. Why do you want your child to get particular marks in their studies? Is it because you have pressure from friends or family or society about what your child will achieve? Do you want them to follow in your career footsteps? Do you want them to have opportunities you never had as a child or a young person? Understanding your own motivations will help you find balance in your expectations of your children. Number two, help your children to set realistic goals. Keep talking to your children about what they want to achieve in individual subjects, at school overall, and other aspects of their life. Their career goals may mean that they want to focus intensively on something like art or music rather than maths or science. Helping them to identify their goals will enable them to determine what subjects they need to focus on and what marks they're likely to need, which means that effort can be concentrated on the areas which will help them to achieve their goals. Number three, be involved in your children's learning. Throughout the term, talk to your children about what they're studying. Ask them to show you their bookwork and homework. The more you understand about what they're doing and how they're going along the way, the better you'll be able to set and manage your expectations. Number four, make sure you really communicate what you expect. Many students feel like they're not meeting their parents' expectations. Often this is a result of poor communication, expectations about both parties. So reflect on your motivations and think about how you communicate your expectations to your children. Remember to praise them for the effort they make rather than the results they achieve. This way they're motivated to keep on trying even when learning is difficult. Number five, develop an understanding of the school's assessment and reporting structures. Assessment and reporting structures change over time and are different in different schools, states and countries. Making sure you really understand what your children's report means may help you to understand what they're actually achieving. Your school can explain these to you if need be. Sometimes students are excelling, but reporting structures don't clearly represent this to parents. Number six, remember, nobody is perfect. Even the brightest, most highly motivated child will struggle at times. They may struggle to understand a particular topic or concept, or they may struggle with motivation, particularly for a subject they don't enjoy. Problems with teachers or peers can also contribute. It's unrealistic that anyone can work with 100% effort all the time. Number seven, provide practical homework and exam support. Provide practical help to your children to enable them to access past papers or practice questions and work with them with things like proofreading, reviewing drafts, checking work or listening to speeches. Remember though, it's not your work, so don't make changes, rather make suggestions and provide guidance. Number eight, spend time together doing something fun. Make sure your relationship with your child is about more than homework and study. Allocate some time to do fun things together. This is the time which your child is most likely to open up to you about the things that they're struggling with and you can work out how best to help them. Ideas include going for a walk or run together, registering for a team sport, having a dinner date or even going to a gallery or museum. Number nine, support your child to do their best. You can do this by providing healthy, nutrient-rich food, opportunities for exercise, rest and relaxation, environment which is supportive of and conducive to study. Number 10, keep alert for the physical and mental signs of stress. Familiarise yourself with how your child responds to stress. Do they withdraw, act out, work harder or stop working? When you notice that your child is stressed, provide them opportunities to discuss what is worrying them and work with them to identify how you can help them. You may wish to involve the school counselor, a teacher or tutor at this point. Thank you for joining me for the Study Skills Handbook podcast and all the best with your studies and please join us again. Thank you.